You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is uh, Jay Harwood with a special edition of um, Amazing Mets Alumni Podcast. Here with uh, you know Michael Mays, my, my good friend. Michael, a couple of days have passed, and the most time is a game. What was your emotions with the whole day after everything happened? Oh, man. Everybody did such a good job on every level, and the, the, so many things coming together, the, the surprise, having all the guys here at the same time, um, the familiarity like like a – almost like an odor of it, the Mets generations, New York generations of baseball. It was still trying to process it. What was, you know, your dad has accomplished so much in his career. You know, I mean, and I, I don't want to be pretend to be as close, but we were friendly through the years. And every time I used to see him, he used to ask, you know, when is the club going to retire my number? <laughs> but why, why do you think it meant so much to him to, to do that? Well, it's, you know, it's a forever thing. He, can't, he comes from New York originally, team-wise, fan-wise, right? Um, then the same kind of effect in California. So I, I just think he feels like it, it was, you know, something that should have been done. It's kind of like when he got the Congressional Medal of Honor. When they looked into it, I think Barack Obama's response was, he doesn't have that yet? Like, I thought that was done a long time ago. <laughs> and, and, you know, I mean... People say, you know, I mean, I'm a diehard Willie Mays fan. I'm a, he's my idol growing up, full disclosure, you know. Uh, so people say, you know, the soothsayers say that uh, only he's with the Mets a year and a half. Uh, why retire his number? And my response is what he meant to baseball, what he meant to the game, what he meant to everything. And it transcends, in fact, that he got a big hit to help us win a World Series in 73. And when he met to the city of New York, I mean, I mean, just that was what our point of view. Yeah, uh, I'm a New Yorker, so you know, I, I heard that kind of stuff. You know, the, uh, uh, a lot of the New York press felt that that, that the, uh, pretty much more than half felt that was an absurd position. Um, I was young, but uh, old enough to remember '73. Uh, so he shows up; he's a home run his first time at bat. Right. He he he's he's obviously on so many levels a driver to that series. Can't even qualify the clubhouse effect, no as by defined in any generation, right? And uh, so it's not just any two years, right? Um, there's also the New York thing, um, in, in in the coming full circle and whatever momentum that gave baseball at the time. Um, so yeah, it was. I think it was a wacky, uneducated position. Right. He only played here two years. What's that mean? What? Who were you most happy to see at the Altarvis game? You had Ed Cranepool, Matlock, Felix Beyond, Cleon. Definitely, definitely Ed Cranepool, um, Cleon. Was it was it was great to see him and and uh, he talked about in the press conference um, right. the locker room effect in those years. Um, so I would default to his comments on that. Yeah, I mean, and I know uh, one of the things that's important to Willie now is his foundation. 
what is he hoping to do to expand something in New York in the future, or you know, what what, what kind of kids did you, children did you reach out to with his foundation? So you know, he's always been about kids in in the in the polo ground days. You know, he would stop on the street and do his thing, play stickball, whatever right. it was, ice cream. Um, that's always been the way. So he's kind of local to what he does. Um, he's done boys and girls clubs and things in San Francisco. I know he is uh, always interested and focused on helping kids that are underserved, wherever they may be. Um, and I know he has a lot of love for and intentions of doing things in, in terms of back home, where he comes from. In, so, uh, in Fairfield. It's remarkable how many uh, all, all, uh, Hall of Fame players come from Alabama. Oh, my God. From uh, all sports. From all sports. It's and, crazy. You know, Cleon is building statues in Mobile. So I think it's McCovey, Satchel Pays, Ozzie Smith, uh, Billy Williams, and, 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 and Nice McCovey. I mean, he's, Cleon's building a... Uh, like a, a field of dreams in Alabama, you know. I mean, he does remarkable, you know, remarkable work. He and his wife Angela around building roofs and houses all the time. And, and uh, what was your, you know, what do you remember? You about fourteen years old or something in '73? Yeah. What do you What do you remember most about this the, that year with him? Uh, just the Shay coming to the park. You know what? More, <laughs> I. Uh, you know, I went to school here, and uh, um, I asked, could I bring some, some kids to the game? And we came in a bus. <laughs> um, just being in the clubhouse. Um, just, you know, baseball in New York being being part of, of, you know, the franchise was still relatively new, so a lot of excitement and, and kind of National League energy transferring, you know, back into New York. So it was... It was a great time. Did you go to the World Series in 73? Were we able to go? Uh, yeah, we, we did all, all the stuff. And, and um, I had a little stun as a bat boy in those days, too. So I was in the building quite a bit. <laughs> what, what uh, I'm afraid we would lost four, four games to three, but he still got a big hit in game two, if exactly. I, remember. I, I remember. Did you did you think he would ever, I mean, how was his feeling? He wanted to come back to New York, right, at the end, as the story I heard it? Yeah, I don't think he's never really left in, in some ways, is the point kind of like what the whole meaning of all this is. He's is he's always been a part of both of these cultures. Do you who was your favorite guy to watch aside from your dad in seventy three? Uh well if you gave me a year back I'd say Roberto. But yeah. uh <laughs> yeah um like in seventy three. Yeah, I was. I, um, you know, other guys on the team. Yeah, on the team. You know, I was a. I was a fan of pretty much the, all the Mets. I as I hated every Dodger. And you know, okay. me too. <laughs> did you Did you get to know Tom Seaver at all? I or? did. I did. Um, yeah. Did great. Uh, I was that. Uh, to me, to me, to me, the best. Too, you're too young to remember. I think it was '63 or '64. The Mets and Giants played a 32 innings on a Sunday, and Willie wound up playing shortstop the second <laughs> game of the doubleheader. I'm, I'm, you were I'm, you I was there, all 32 innings. I mean, I started with the Mets April 1st, 1980. Up until then, I was a diehard Giant fan. He used to go to Philadelphia to watch a play. I got his autograph outside of uh, the, Philadelphia, waited before the bus, so I was, a, you know, I, you know, Jim Ray Hart, Willie McCovey, Cepeda, Marichal, uh, Johnny Antonelli, the whole bit. So I mean, that was my, that was my team, and I, 
Everybody said, "Would you become a Met fan?" It's April first, nineteen eighty. I was rooting against the Mets the whole the whole time. But but uh, did you do you remember any by play with Yogi or anything? Or uh, just stories, you know, and <laughs> how the teams coached as opposed to you know. Another interesting thing about Dad's career is that kind of uh, the on-field management thing he always had going, like the uh, kind of a generalship right. of, of, the, of the field and the game, um, and how that uh, was reinforced or or not by different managers over yeah. the years. So, yeah, the, there's some great stories from the Yogi years. <laughs> Do you? Uh, I mean, you, you spent a lot of time in Frisco with him now. Trying to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell us about yourself. You're involved with TV work yourself, right? I mean, yeah, I've been in broadcast most of my life, um, which is why this is awkward. I spend most of my time on the other side of the camera. Um, yeah, you just came back working Little League World Series, right? Yeah. Oh, the, they're not kids. They take men and shrink them. Like they have all yeah. the mannerisms. Every <laughs> it's my favorite gig, hands down. Little League World Series. I mean, but we did the classic there, and and those things. Uh, yeah. Um, Bravo MLB for all of this current stuff, Field of Dreams, You were classic. in the field, you were in, in Iowa too? Yeah, but the, the, I didn't work the job, but I'm saying that this kind, these kind of projects I think right. is really amazing for baseball as well. Yeah, digress for a second. I know your dad had a nice conversation with Steve Cohn, and, and, and I know, you know, again, Steve, you know, I mean, what he did was really fulfilled the promise, a 50-year-old promise, and... I mean, I mean, Mex fans were the best part about this whole thing. We we did it was a surprise that people didn't know, which was I think people were shocked, and you know when it, when, it's hard to keep a secret. In New York, I was going to say not something that's easy to do with yeah, the Mets. Yeah, I mean, and we're, we're, we're anybody. It's a tough thing, you know. And, and the response was 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 just tremendous. But do you you know hopefully next time I know Willie had with a hip replacement or yeah yeah. Maybe God willing, he's uh, able to travel next year. Well, that was his intention this time. So, yeah. Um, just timing. Yeah. Uh, but he's strong, and 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 you know he's Willie Mays. <laughs> Did you get a chance to spend much time with his teammates? I mean, I, that was the best part. Like, I think if if we had done this at a different time, it, I would have felt even more out of place. But because it was guys that kind of raised me, I grew up with in some, right. some cases, it was it, that made it all really special for me. Yeah, and, and, and for it, I think. Yeah, the good group. I mean, I know Ed and Willie were especially close. I know Ed had a chapter, part of his book. I know when John Che wrote the book, yeah, yeah. we had a chapter in the book. And uh, um, I mean, how long did you realize, you know, when did you realize how great your father was? I mean, was it? Uh, so, you know, I I used to tell a story in Boys and Girls Club. You know, he's got those uh, mitts with big giant hands. Right. And uh, driving the car, I was a little baby, whatever, three, four years old. He'd put me on his lap, you know, to the side or whatever, and I'd touch the wheel, you know, and then he'd be driving, and then he'd, they'd do this thing where he'd be talking with both of his hands and uh, uh, not driving. He'd be driving with his knees. Most people do that drive with his knees, and I yeah. didn't know. So I remember looking at him thinking, no wonder everybody says my daddy's magic. He can drive with no hands. Yeah, that's pretty But yeah, that, that was like the thing. Like everywhere you went, like, uh, no, your money's no good. Yeah. This one maze. He's, so yeah, I kind of was born into his. He was already a giant. Hey. <laughs> did, 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 did you um, I mean, did you go to, to many events with him, walked away from the field? I mean, when did you, did you start doing anything 
and you know, like to the to the charity things he would go to. Did you ever go along with him in any of that stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. Over the over the years, quite a bit of stuff. It's always one amazing thing after another. That's that, I mean, that's the great part about being a son is is hearing the stories people tell or. Uh, you know, getting to see the kind of events and, and, and love, the, the, the inspiration, you know, especially like stuff like hospital visits, and, right. you know, to see people physically um, uplifted. It's, it's incredible. What do you remember most about the day he retired in the city field? I mean, Chase Stadium, do you remember? Were you there that night? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, being out on the field like that, you know, all those people, that was crazy. Like, I, I remember thinking, how do you play? In this environment, like it was though, like a lot of people can play baseball, but till you turn the lights on. <laughs> I, I, uh, I've been with the Mets for 42 years. You know, I worked All Star games, World Series, playoff game, and I can never remember the stadium as being as electric it was was last that Saturday. Yeah, it was, and and I didn't expect so many people that early. It was, yeah. Baseball gods looking out for you. It was just a con. con What's the word? Come forget whatever that was. I mean, of all the events, and and I think the retirement really just sparked. Uh, you know, I mean, I saw people in the stands crying. To be honest with you, you know, they had it on the clip. Yeah. They, they 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 show a guy. Oh, yeah. They were, <laughs> but what what other events might you get work in the future now? I mean, would you, you know anything? Crazy? Um. Yeah. You know, I might be here for your World Series if you get that together. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Sounds like a, like a good plan. Yeah. Um, do a little bit of U.S. Open in the end. I'll do some finals maybe. Um, but yeah, right now I'm really focused on on um, trying to be local, working working out in California, um, with and around him. You know, so we can, you know, get him back to his hundred percent. Just sit up, people like he's getting better, right? And knock on wood. I, absolutely. I mean, he's he's you know, it it's. He's, he's 91, um, but but uh, yeah, he's on a, a, the 65-year-old track. <laughs> yeah, I I remember the first, you know I, re I remember sitting in my father's my little apartment in, in uh, New Jersey, 1954. Vic Voigt is at bat for Cleveland. It's a bull to center field, makes this catch, and people say the throw is better than the catch. That was uh, one of my first memories of. Uh, I just liked the way he played, you know, played with such enthusiasm and excitement and, you know, and, and, and I didn't, you know, there seems to be no pretense about him at all, no BS about him at all. Well, I think just just uh, understanding not just the game, but who you're playing the game for. I mean, yeah. the, 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 we are in the entertainment business. I think we, you know, I've heard some smarter people than me say that, you know, we, we're kind of losing that. Right. Understanding, kind of uh, looking like we're coming to work, when right. at the end of the day, it's the entertainment business. So I think that had a little real knack for that, for understanding yeah. what the fans wanted and being you blessed know, to give it to them. You know what I'm proud of? My, you know, I switched jobs a couple of years ago. I was a regular PR guy, and I'm an, an alumni PR because I'm an older PR guy. And I just one of the things that makes me happy is kind of reuniting people who, for lack of a bit, weren't part of the organization. You know, we're bringing. It doesn't have to be the Willie. I mean, the, the average Joe. Like when we had sixty-five guys in the field, they were, you know, the guys who might have been the twenty-third guy in the team. They came back and getting here. I think it's important to reunite the present with the past, and that's what I'm trying to do in my limited position. And you know, we're not on the scale of your father, but just to kind of bridge the gap and get bring people back in the family. I think oh, it's important. Uh, hats off to you, Jay, because you may have redefined the position with this uh, one. This is <laughs> 
But did a good job. Well, I appreciate all you've done. You're a good friend, and let's stay in touch. And, uh, you know, hopefully next year we can get Willie back here in some form, you know, do a game or something. You're here. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate your time. Appreciate you. Thank you. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.